Welcome to another episode of The Latchkey Sibs, the episode that challenges three siblings to take a look at our childhood movie cabinet and one film at a time, criticize or defend the viewing choices we made as kids. I'm your host and the youngest, Gray Baker. I'm Holland and I'm the oldest. I'm Allegra and I didn't spend six years in evil medical school to be called Mr. Evil. <laughs> great, great Paul. Great that Paul. That is a great one. That's yeah. one of my favorites. That's so good. I, I also want to say before we jump into it, I find it extremely appropriate that we're watching a Mike Myers movie while in Scotland, given how many of his roles depend on his Scottish, Scottish accent. <laughs> or at least just the United Kingdom. Yeah, yeah that's true. We are still in in the uk his parents are from liverpool yeah so what we do here each week is one of us has to present a movie to be critiqued while the other two score it based on five specific categories each week's score will be added up and at the end of each season the sibling with the most points will be labeled master of the remote control while the loser will be forced to do some sort of punishment chosen by the winner this week is my turn to defend and i pulled a movie that I drafted at the top of the year, so I'm very stoked that it was one of the good ones mm-hmm. and not one of the, you know, oft-talked-about <laughs> stinkers. I am defending 1997's My Birth Years, uh, probably one of the, the longest-lasting movies in terms of cultural impact and relevance of that year, I said one of. Don't give no, me those I'm, faces. I'm, okay. I'm giving you a uh-huh, probably. Hall kind of gave me a fizz face, so I didn't know <laughs> if that was going to be good or bad. Shout out to the Bay Area. Um, Austin Powers. That's what I'm watching. Hey. That's what I'm defending. Austin Powers. So, yeah, baby. <laughs> if you can tell, I don't know if we've completely made this clear, but we're all in the same room together. We're all, all in, in the, the same, same room place for the second time ever in history since starting this podcast yeah the only other time we've done it was for the draft and just like now that was also the only other time that i have been inebriated <laughs> for an episode so get of ready sibling, for uh, another loosey goosey up shit so we're yeah, all on a family loose. we're on a family vacation together yeah we're in scotland stressful me a song of the last that is it's Allegra's last night. Yeah. It is currently 10, 15 p.m. And it is still light outside. It Sun looks has not like set. it's 7.45. Yeah, it's wild. But we're so far north and it's like in almost the summer solstice that shit don't get dark till like 11. It's crazy. Currently 10 p.m. And every could- single day we're like, it's already nine. And yeah. it's like <laughs> bright outside. We might as well be in Alaska, basically. Yeah, it's fucked um anywho we hiked up a tall hill today and saw a little tower it was really cute <laughs> oh my god we'll have to post adorable photos to our. oh yeah we, we definitely we took a photo at we, the tower we definitely did we'll post that photo you'll see it 
when you listen to this episode. First, we drove to a <laughs> private residence. <laughs> and we were like, we would like to come inside. And they were like, this is a private residence. We yeah. are never open. Meg was like, uh, we were just. I was just hoping that you guys were open right now. And he's like, what? <laughs> It's like, yeah, we just, you know, wanted to go open or see if you're open for like a tour. And it's like, this is a private re- residence. We're, We're never, never open. open. <laughs> so that happened. And then we found eventually the tower we were looking the tower for. We were looking for. And because Scotland has like one castle every square acre, it yeah, feels basically. like. There's like a billion castles here. It's great. So if you <laughs> live in a castle, why can't you let us come inside? I think that's on you. Yeah. I think yeah. you're being rude, rich person <laughs> in a castle. Get over it. <laughs> All right. Let's get, I want to talk about this movie. Did you talk about what we do here each week? Yeah, I Okay. Did. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so it's okay for Han to miss it and say it. <laughs> Anywho, um, <laughs> summary. Yeah, quick summary of this movie. Um, there we go. Okay. <clears throat> Austin Powers is a '60s spy who is cryonically, cryonically frozen and released in the 1990s. The world is a very different place for Powers. Unfortunately for Austin, everyone is no longer sex mad. <laughs> Although he may be in a different decade. His mission is still the same. He has to team up with Vanessa Kensington to stop the evil Dr. Evil, who is also frozen in the past. (laughs) Dr. Evil stole a nuclear weapon and is demanding a payment of, when he realizes it's the 90s, $100 billion. Can Austin Powers stop this madman? Or will he caught up with Evil's henchmen with names like a lot of vagina and random tasks? (laughs) Only time will tell. That is from Simon. Wow. I feel... Simon. I feel so delirious. What? Wow. Yeah, I didn't really know what was going on there. But let me tell you, boy, oh boy, did he really capture the essence of a different movie. (laughs) It felt like an Austin Powers knockoff. Seriously, it did. My favorite is that he says... His mission is still the same. He has teamed up with Vanessa Kensington to stop the evil Dr. Evil. <laughs> That's like evil Dr. He evil. He used to pair up with A. Kensington. Yeah, I know. He, he was so close to hitting that mark and then just just kind of yeah, fumbled it. Not quite there. Dr. Evil is evil. He's not <laughs> wrong. Um, he's also cryonically frozen. <laughs> cryonically 60s spy <laughs> that that was the metallic brand of crayola right it was cryonica cryonic oh cryonically. My God. um when did this come out i know 97 may but... 2nd mm, 1997 okay. so when did princess Diana so holland die? was five um in january no she died in july i think June or July. Okay, so it was okay. That joke oh, sorry, still yeah, works. It, it came out. No, uh, it came, came out, out in May. the UK right after she died. Oh, no. no. Yeah. So May second was the US release. Um, where the fuck is? Oh, here we go. Holland was five. Allegra was two, and I was four months old. Yeah. <laughs> um, I, I did not see this in theaters. I don't think we saw this in theaters, but we definitely but we had the this on fucking VHS. Shit I out thought, of this movie. Uh-huh. Okay, guys, hold on. Uncle Steve's downstairs den. Yep. 
with the big wraparound couch. Yep. Mm-hmm. Was all we would. There was was it the pullout in the middle. There wasn't we, a pullout because there would be some of this. Some of us would sleep on the couch, and then there'd be like three of us on the floor, and that we would fall asleep watching movies in there. I remember that. Yeah, big, there wasn't a pullout. The big though. green it was chair a big old couch. was a recliner. That was upstairs. Anyway. Yeah, we watched this. House? We watched this and the second one a yeah. lot at Uncle Steve's house because yeah. I know they owned the second one. Yeah, and we definitely owned Austin Powers, like the first one, on VHS. Absolutely, 100%. yellow and we VHS. We owned box. Goldmember. Oh my oh God! My did God. we ever own Goldmember? I cannot talk about Goldmember. You guys. <laughs> There's no time. There's no time. On the future episode. Yeah. That's right. That's still an overwatched movie to me, even though I probably haven't haven't watched it since since 2004. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Well, 2024, 2025, like, this is a future episode. We gotta give it 20 years. (laughs) Yeah. Well, did mom or dad have something to say about this movie? Um, Dad texted me. (laughs) Well, actually, I know mom had something to say about this movie. Yeah. Dad texted me. Loved it. Loved it. Very funny (laughs) spoof on James Bond. And then I got a voice memo from, I mean, we talked, I mean, we're on vacation with our mom. Um, she watched who, it with us. And she watched it with us. And she did not remember that we watched it as children, which is crazy. <laughs> but I did just do a quick little interview with her upstairs. So hang on. Here you go. All right, mom. Tell me your thoughts on Austin Powers. Still funny. Um, very silly. Elizabeth Hurley and, and Mimi Rogers are probably only like five years apart, so it's weird that they have them as mother and daughter. <laughs> These are my post-watching. Um, well, okay, well, what do you remember from our childhood? I think you said you didn't remember that we watched it. I was having trouble dis- discerning whether we had watched a lot of that or a lot of Wayne's World because of the Mike Myers confusion. But once you reminded me about Universal Studios, I... I know that wasn't this one. It was the sequel, right? The fat bastard one. <laughs> I remember taking you all to that and thinking, being horrified that I had my children in the theater thinking, oh my God, I'm, this is bad. This, this movie's way too inappropriate for that age of child. All right. Thank you, mother. <laughs> so we did see the second one in theaters. Which is, Apparently. that's what we were talking about. I do remember that, but I'm probably the only one who would. Or Because it was Myers in 1999. Has a, another Scottish voice character. Yeah, <laughs> Fat Bastard. Shrek. Shrek, Fat Bastard, and the dad from How I Mar- uh, Married an Axe Murder. So I Married an Axe Murder. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, listen, Mike, my boy, if you ever want to get on the show, you're more than I welcome. I love Mike Myers. We will dedicate a whole episode to all of the movies of yours that we watched. So. <laughs> And like, just to entice you, I'm a big fan of World War II as well. So I would <laughs> love to learn from you. I'm just trying to butter. We're all well, big Anglophiles. So a wreck for all our, our listeners, I would highly recommend watching his, like, I think it's Vanity Fair that does those videos of people who, like, revisiting, like, their most iconic roles. The Mike Myers one is really good. And I sent it to both of you, and I know neither of you watched it, but you should. Because <laughs> nope. it's really cute. Okay. We love you, Mike Myers. We love you, Mike Myers. Even after Cat in the Hat, which we don't have to talk about, but like we still love you. <laughs> Even after Love Guru. <laughs> we still love you. Um, Despite Love Guru. Yeah. Despite Shrek the Third. <laughs> Shrek the Third wasn't bad. It was the fourth one that 
I like the fourth one better. So. I think the third one is worse than the fourth one. Which one was the third one? Third is one that the one is, where the he's one like, like sick King of Arthur. being a kid? That's the, that's Justin. Or sick of being a dad? No, no, no that's, that's the fourth, the fourth one. one. The third one has Justin Timberlake as King Arthur. And he's like, oh, I, I don't want to be a dad. I get those those two confused. Because they're both about him wanting to abandon his life and responsibilities. <laughs> anyway, right. this isn't a Shrek podcast. This is an awesome Yeah, we did cast. that. Season one. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> go Get onto those polls and add points to it, motherfuckers. Um, All right. No, oh, let's... Pre-watch notes. Pre-watch. Pre-watch, pre-watch, pre-watch. Let's get into it. I guess I'll go first. <clears throat> Hold on. Do you want to go first? Um, This movie was my childhood and I remember everything. Austin Powers is a spy in the 60s, gets thwarted by Dr. Evil and is frozen until the 90s. Dr. Evil is back and Austin has to save the day and deal with living in the 90s. That's all I did. Why are you knocking my phone down? Because this is not the first beer I've had tonight. <laughs> um, one of the first movies I ever remembered seeing. I didn't understand any of the dirty jokes. I know Holland will mention this. Guess not. But our uncle put the shh bit on a burn cd for our cousin's eighth birthday and we would listen to it constantly i remember that i have that in my movie notes mm. scott you I just don't, don't get, get it, it do, do you? you you don't you don't um i definitely believe this is the reason i had a fat crush on seth green for a while um and should explain a lot about me <laughs> but um we watched this recently and i felt like it wasn't too bad the first time i saw Mm, Mike Myers, not in Austin Powers makeup. I was deeply disturbed. I didn't know he um, didn't actually look like that. <laughs> um, so I'm rereading my pre-watch notes, and I definitely got one. Wait, no, I thought that joke was in this movie. Maybe it was in the second. I don't know. Read them and we'll see what you're talking about. Well, I mean, it clearly wasn't in this one, but I'm like, was it missing or was that just in the second one? But anyways, this movie immediately makes me think of our cousins, Carly and Michael. Shout out. Um, sitting downstairs watching this together. Um, the scene where he gets unfrozen is unmatched. It's still <laughs> one of my favorite bits in the entire movie. Um, there's a lot of vagina Lucky Charms, Random Task, Mr. Bigglesworth, Will Ferrell. Um, Scott, you just don't get it, do you? <laughs> um, I had the biggest crush. I had and have the biggest crush on Elizabeth Hurley, his chest hair, whatever. And the one part that I thought was in this movie, but I guess it's in the second one, is when he takes... Oh, yeah, because it was because it was Fat Bastard's stool sample mm. where he drinks the coffee but it's actually just like liquid shit Ew. yeah that's and so i just i wrote like this coffee tastes like shit <laughs> he says, it is shit austin but that's the second one love your mm. accent <laughs> thanks um and then i just said i need to stop because i was just listing things but god okay i know we have to get into other things but like i feel like i didn't watch this movie that long ago but there were so many things that like I had picked up on for the first time yeah. during this watch yeah. through. And I, I felt like, I, like you said earlier today, I felt like I watched this movie with like a brand new set of eyes. Same. Yeah. This is the first watch I realized that a lot of vagina's name is spelled with an F. <laughs> and I know they spell it on screen at least once. And I feel like this is the first time I was like, oh, vagina. <laughs> it's an F. 
Yeah, because like Allegra and I, know, I know we definitely watched it during quarantine at some point. Mm-hmm. We watched the first two, and but I feel like I didn't. I even then I didn't pick up on as many things as I did this time. Like there were jokes that I don't think I had like had ever landed with me before. Yeah, but exactly. this time I was like, wait, what? Well, we were sober this time. That's true. That's true. We watched That's it this a morning. Big change yeah <laughs> yeah big game changer i there was one thing i feel like was that was Hold new on. for me let's get our scores going okay that's we fair. started to really kind of get cozy yeah let's get our scores out of the way <laughs> then we can just go right into it you're right gray you you're full cozy holland's half cozy i'm like a bit Quarter. cozy like all of our <laughs> legs are at different angles this is cut all this out um so holland what is your nostalgia score my nostalgia is a 10 yeah, there's really other no other option, <laughs> given how important yeah. Austin Powers was <laughs> for our childhood. All right. Already, I have a better shot than Kangaroo Jack. All right. <laughs> well, you, that's not hard for How me. would Mummy feel to find out you had shoes on her bed? These are brand new. Don't fucking rat me out while we're recording. <laughs> Holland, cut this out. I won't leave it in. <laughs> Don't leave it in. call me that. Um, Mom, I'm taking them off. <laughs> They're basically slippers. Oh my god, your computer! Listen, I'm not. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're good. We're I'm good. not proud of this. I was the tattletale. Oh, we know you're the tattletale. They don't hey, know. Podcast. <laughs> hey, listeners, you guys knew. Right? <laughs> I mean, you guys could tell, right? Holland's the I goody- tried to train you not to be, but you were. Holland's the goody two shoes. I'm the tattletale. Gray's the spoiled baby. That's the <laughs> dynamic. I thought I was the rebel. <laughs> the rebel. <laughs> you wish. I am. We're all rebels, Gray. All right. I'm sorry to break okay, it to you. Okay. I, I rebelled against the family. Yeah, you weren't. <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> a rebel. Are you kidding me? I rebelled against the family. You rebelled against societal norms. There's a difference. Yeah, and I'm a. It still counts. <laughs> Being nerdy. All right, whatever. Listen, um, I was. Listen, we can get into it. I did Naruto runs. I wore headbands the wrong way. I was a freak. But that's okay. And you like ability. And you like smoked pot and stuff and was cool in high school. We are different in different <laughs> ways. <laughs> oh my god. Wait. Everybody's talking weird, about weird, the weird, weird. Wait, sit through ability. Um sit through ability, I have a ten. I have an eight. Um but really? uh honestly, guys, I try to lowball my initial scores just because I think it's more fun. For me to improve my okay. scores. All right. I mean, I was sitting literally hip to hip with you during this watch through. Sitting hip there was to no hip moment where you were like, Austin Power. Not, eyes weren't glued to the screen. It's so. true. All right. Um, uh, apropos for children. Apropos. I got a three. <laughs> yeah, I put a three as well, and I felt that was pretty generous. Yeah. I didn't expect this to be a 10, but like, I feel like it could. Could get a little higher than a three. Maybe a schmidge. Little Almost see boobs. But there's no F words. Gray, we talked about those boobs, and we'll talk about them again. <laughs> True. There's uh, a woman named Alana Fagina. <laughs> Even yeah, but a, clearly, Allegra didn't get the joke uh, till today. Oh, Because I thought it was <laughs> vagina. Vagina. 
What's inappropriate about the human? It's anatomy. a medical right. term, Holland. I've yeah, changed it's sides. A med- it wasn't. It wasn't worse. <laughs> oh no! It was better than the 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 original that it was riffing off of, which was literally like octo pussy. Yeah, <laughs> I got a pop filter, so it didn't come through. All I'm right. chilling. Uh, followability. Does it hold up? Oh, hold up. I have a seven. I have a seven. Okay. Which I feel like is pretty high. That's pretty high, yeah. For a deeply dated, I don't know. I think I an overquoted nineties movie. Because remember, the the times in which this movie came out is the whole point of the movie. So like, it's supposed to be a deep nineties movie. We'll get into it. We will like more. We'll get into it. The we'll get into is it. dated. It's a time travel ish movie. Yeah, yeah, but like some of the jokes are like. Okay, I do want to. Uh, this should be our first topic. Let's just get our last score. Okay, out of the way. okay. Can I follow? I have an eight. Seven. All right. So the only. I think the main reason about the hold up score, I do think, is like highly up for debate. But the first thing I thought of was this was such a fucking cultural sensation. That I think for a long time, once Austin Powers Fever died down, it was like hard to go back to. Heavily overquoted, like the shh scene isn't even funny for me anymore, just how often we listen to it. Which I don't think that makes the movie bad in any way. I think it's very much like if you were alive and like conscious during the Austin Powers era, it could affect your hold up score if you happen to be sick of it. My, that's not even what was, uh, bringing mine down mine was mace mostly bring me down <laughs> mine Bruce. was my reasoning was mostly like the like weirdly almost brown face moments mm. of like Mus- will ferrell as mustafa almost will- that's generous will ferrell <laughs> Uh, Mike Myers disguise when they're on like the tram at Dr. Evil's whatever labs. But like also part like my very. Hey, fr- neither of those were specifically a different ethnicity. They Mustafa. just had. Dafa. They just had hats that were different. They didn't have no, accents. Will Ferrell, Will Ferrell had, had an accent. accent. He, and- didn't ha- he didn't have a placeable accent. I thought if anything, I would consider his a funny voice over an accent. They definitely but he just hang talked on. like they, this. But hang on, hang on. His skin. But my first note is just, he's from LA, dude. I will he could just be tan. Can oh my I, God. I will say though, <laughs> my first note is Will Ferrell as Mustafa is not great, but also is it a joke that in the sixties they cast blatantly white people as people of color? I don't know if that was the intention behind this casting. I kind of don't think it is. I think it's like, Mike Myers and Will Ferrell were both on SNL and he cast Will Ferrell in this movie and I don't know, made him, I don't know. It could be a little bit of both. Listen, we just watched Charlie's Angel and we commented on it while we were watching the movie, but the 90s were obsessed with like a vaguely Japanese flavor of like set design, which was also heavily present in this movie. So I'm just like, I don't think that's, that was on their mind when they like. And also like the sexual harassment stuff, which I know is like definitely part of the character they're playing it as like this is not a good thing for him to be doing but it's still like not complete it's still like laughed off rather than like it's seen as cheeky and charming yeah (laughs) 
like, oh, that scamp. So He's from the 60s. let's get into my HR notes. Um, <laughs> so for those of you who don't know and who are just joining us after our absolute rip roaring sensation of our uh, parent, parent trap, trap TikTok. TikTok. <laughs> um, <laughs> so hey, newbies. <laughs> so our first case of work. Honey girl. Am I right? <laughs> The first, oh my God, R.I.P. Honey Girl. Like, I don't R.I.P. know. R.I.P. Like, she basically died. The amount of honey was on her. <laughs> okay, hang on. Can we take a second and do like Honey Girl uh, catch up? No. <laughs> well, no. we're on the topic. Hang Holland, on. Make it a TikTok. Holland, hang on. Honey and catch up is such a gross combination. <laughs> what would you even eat with that? No, I'm just saying, they're, like, I want to say two things. Guys. I want to say, hang on. I want to say two things. First thing. Someone commented. about milking your 15 somebody minutes. Somebody commented. Great. Milk doesn't belong in this combination either. <laughs> somebody commented on the video and said that they know Honey Girl and that she's very nice. Aww. And then somebody else commented, which I didn't realize until they commented, Honey Girl was also in the Mary Kate and Ashley sleepover party and she sings the pizza song. Remember? She's oh one my of those God. I caught it. I know exactly who yeah. she is. So I just, I thought the listeners would be interested in that. And that's all I have to say. Honey Girl. <laughs> okay. You are. <laughs> no more. more. Listen, you're welcome to come on the pod. Reach out to us. We have an email. Honey Girl, you can be so on a guest episode. In this episode, we are sol- we've both solicited Mike, Mike Myers and Honey and Girl. Honey- Equal celebrities. <laughs> we are just painting the walls of our halls of glory right Listen, now. Listen, a cool running the greats. hasn't come out yet, but we're doing guest steps now. Get ready for that it. That is true. I am I am editing a guest up we'll currently. Do, we will do spoilers. Mary Kay and Ashley sleepover song. <gasps> that with, is a nostalgic fucking movie with for Honey us. Girl. Yeah. If she comes on. I'm oh sorry God, we amazing. don't know your real name. Uh, <laughs> we've been having some tenants. <laughs> and yeah. Peronis. We've been drinking. We've been drinking. Yeah, we're okay. drinking tenant like, right I now. I never fucking learned it. I didn't even know we tenant. started calling her Honey Girl until <laughs> two minutes ago. Give me pizza. Uh, well, it's because the top comment slash pin comment on the TikTok is Honey Girl did something. <laughs> Honey Girl, please come on our podcast and, and tell I, us what I you did. I responded, Honey Girl don't care. Honey Girl don't give a shit. <laughs> I saw a dude the other day wearing a Honey Badger don't care shirt. Oh, here. wow. Dated. In Scotland. Yeah, here. Like Since three days ago. Since the person who made that reference on TikTok, the kids don't know who the fuck Honey Badger is. <laughs> I know. I know. Showing your age. I mean, a lot of people liked it. So some people got it. Yeah. The, the millennials Thanks, know. Millennials. <laughs> yeah. The, the 90,000 millennials who watched our TikTok get it. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's who we're targeting here. Okay. All right. Awesome right. Powers. Let's talk about Awesome Powers. Can I go through my checklist of all the different points in which I would have written him up for <laughs> sexual harassment? Sure. Sure. Oh, it's a it's a quick fire list. So when he comes out of his frozen state and he can't control the sound of his voice and he has no inner monologue, I give him a pass. Yeah. You were frozen for 30 years. There are some weird sci-fi side effects. It's very unfortunate that you hit on your coworker in front of your boss and world leaders, but like, we'll give that one a pass. I would also say, given that it was his inner like supposedly his inner monologue it was like relatively chaste for inner monologue like it could have been a lot worse i'm just saying that like i'm not trying to thought crimes nobody you're allowed to have private thoughts we're gonna give him a pass this is okay after he gets his uh belongings from that dude who clearly does not give a shit about who austin powers is (laughs) hashtag hero (laughs) um we'll circle back um he was like 
like you're gorgeous, whatever, baby. And he's just, and she's like, stop, don't call me baby. Like clearly setting a boundary. And he's like, come on. I'm like, verbal warning. You know, that's step one. You got, you were told a boundary and you were kind of like, verbal warning then they're on the plane this is when things really fucking escalate Mm -hmm. all right he's doing like name austin danger powers sex yes please please. (laughs) second verbal warning (laughs) maybe even first written notice it's like that one is definitely borderline we very much could give a written warning like we who knows give a written warning with the with the 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 pattern he is already starting yeah. to create. We're but starting standalone to... verbal. Listen, if you're an HR professional, I would highly recommend intervening at this point with a written warning to his <laughs> file because Gray is exactly right. There's a pattern being established. We got to cut that off in the past. But then he asked her about herself and he's clearly hitting on her, but she's like, oh, well, I went to Oxford and she's so cute and she's just trying to talk about herself. And he she's goes, so he interrupts her and goes, do you want to shag? I'm like, okay. Stop. Pause. At minimum, you have to take the annual sexual harassment training. At like again, a pattern is being established. You gotta go through some coaching. We gotta take you through some one-on-one sexual harassment coaching. Then turbulence. He throws her to the circle bed. He's going. Oh no! I've fallen over. I have fallen over. Okay, suspension. <laughs> and we will review whether or not you will continue working for the International Man of Mystery Incorporated because this is. Ministry Inappropriate. Of yeah, Ministry of Defense. The, hey, as someone who has worked for the state, I can tell you right then and there, that is at least a pay reduction, if not a suspension, until further notice. Thank you, fellow former HR person. Yes. And Miss Vanessa Kensington has full rights to pursue any sort of legal action, whether it be restraining order or maybe even a civil case. I mean... We'll get there when we get there. Please continue. <laughs> Listen, the Ministry of Defense better, like, thank their lucky stars she finds this charming and end up, ends up marrying him. Because that's the only way they had out of this without extensive legal action. Yeah. <laughs> okay, I'm done. <laughs> well, there's more. Oh, there's so much more. But it's like, it's already beyond the point of, like, why didn't we intervene sooner? Yeah. That it's, like, not even worth talking about. <sighs> okay. As soon as this movie starts, I am delighted. <laughs> the intro, <laughs> it's just music off the bat. Fucking, is it? Mm-hmm. Does it start with Dr. Evil? I don't remember. Well, it starts, I think it starts with, it starts with Dr. Evil, like doing his plan in the 60s and like killing people. Yes. But and the intro of Austin. The intro of Austin is just like the Bossa Nova, whatever the heck the it's Quincy called. Jones. Yeah, by Quincy Jones. Yeah. Um, and just the the hard days night tropes and just the fact that like he's beloved and he's charming. The choreography. Everyone <laughs> loves him and he loves everyone and his everyone's down. Teeth. And that he's a fucking icon. International legend. celebrity known for being a secret agent <laughs> i fucking love that it's amazing so it's the perfect much. cover it's the, it's yeah he's like everyone knows me as the most the world's most famous secret agent <laughs> and then and yeah the fucking running through town the swinging 60s the love choreography the, the marching goes- band <laughs> the front handspring into the jag i love the all shag. the mod costumes 
The costumes yeah. are so oh fun. My God. So good. The costumes are great. So good. The Very Soho in the 60s. Oh my God, Han, what's the name of the club that they go to? Okay, so then they immediately go to the Electric Psychedelic Pussycat Swingers Club. <laughs> oh my God, yeah. And so this happened already, like, it already happened once in the opening, but just throughout, sprinkled through the movie and then even throughout the, the whole trilogy, that he's just like kind of also a fashion photographer yes that's his like <laughs> secret identity that's his secret identity i guess he's technically a famous fashion photographer that's right? never explained i guess no. it's no, never no, 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 explained no, no, no. his business card that's true it's international, international man of mystery, man of mystery. Okay. why would you have those made <laughs> so it's like this the, the swing in 60s that this movie established is so fun and colorful and exciting and silly and goofy. And I just like to cut to the juxtaposition of like the crown. <laughs> like season one of the crown is yeah. happening at the exact same time. Season like three. God. I have not <laughs> watched what? the what? crown. 67, I guess. Season two. Season three. It's freaking um I have not Olivia by the, the time crown. we're in the 60s. Oh my god. Claire Foy is not really in the 60s, babe. Cuz I have my own microphone. Anyway, sorry. <laughs> Just cut out all the parts until it's not funny anymore. Um, <laughs> until it is funny? Um <laughs> until it's not. Just, just keep in. We just want a blatantly unfunny episode. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Welcome to the podcast, new listeners. <laughs> all right, did Jeff We're tanking it. Funny. I am concerned is the that's a man baby could that be seen as transphobic it no, is on turf island what, here's what i think it is because i think it's it's blatantly Goofy? like yes is i think what it is is it's making fun of like 60s action movies of like stunt doubles because like as soon as he punches her and then he goes to that you just see like it's the like hairy legs <laughs> and just a dude in a dress and then pulls up the head of the wig and you're like they have like a five o'clock shadow. I think that was the joke. Is like I do not like the him punching out Basil's mom bit. Though. I yeah. feel like this I movie love that I feel like this movie is where J.K. Rowling determined her position on turfs. Oh, Jesus Christ. Uh, this, is, this is as far as her feminism goes. Um, you can cut that out if we feel like that's too spicy. <laughs> I don't think. I mean, I feel like we've shit on her many times before. Um, I. Um, it does make me think of the second movie. We can't talk about that right now. Oh my god! I know. I kept thinking. I kept. I forgot like which movie it was when it was like, <laughs> "Why won't you die?" Oh, oh my god! That's the second one. <laughs> that is the second one. Yeah. Um, dude, just Mike Myers's faces. <laughs> throughout this movie like first of all just, it like, up. as austin powers in the intro where he just like looks at the camera all cheeky horrible teeth full display <laughs> or like all of like dr evil's faces where you kind of can see him going like oh, okay or like the awkward like mm. oh this isn't working you know like oh my 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 chair is like kind of going too far away from the desk it's just <laughs> He's just fucking absolutely murdering it with the like super subtle facial expressions okay, throughout the entire Dr. movie. Doctor Evil was freaking hilarious. Freaking yes. hilarious. Like, and I so I remember when we, Allegra when we watched the first two movies during the pandemic. I remember us saying like, we remember the second boot movie not being as good, 
but Dr. Evil was like way funnier in the yeah, second movie. He clearly gets so deep into Dr. Evil's character and he kills it. But I still thought he was really funny and very this fucking he's, funny. I think he's so. he's a little more subtle in yeah. this movie with Dr. Evil. But and then it just kind of he builds on it in this like the second movie's like a little too over the top sequely yeah. like a little played out in like it all doesn't have other, as much substance yeah it's played out a little bit in like all other areas but the dr evil stuff in the second movie is still like very solid in movie one mike myers just gets to really do austin yeah and in austin powers two he gets to really do dr evil and both are so good and also baby allegra's face blindness hey, continues because i did not know that dr evil was also being played by mike myers <laughs> um and then in Goldmember, he oh really got to be fat bastard. Uh, that's also true. Good observation, Gray. <laughs> Michael, when you get on the podcast, we will greatly discuss all of your amazing character work. I yeah. love you. Please come on the podcast. Yeah. Um, um, I thought you were talking about our cousin for a sec, and I'm like, I guess he did sure. plays. Um, Michael, of course, is he Michael, did do plays. He did do plays. <laughs> he was in a streetcar named Desire, and he did a very good job. I think he, he was did the Mulan, lead. Too. Yeah, he fucking yeah. crushed it. That wasn't being facetious. Michael, um, come on our pod. <laughs> so, oh yeah, I'll, I'm just going through my list because I I took down a lot of notes on just like the super subtle lines Ooh, do you not wanna... the big jokes yeah 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 yeah. when he goes feed my fish not too much and <laughs> yeah you see him like panic yeah and like pull some of the food out of the very fish good tank. visual joke yes um, um do you want to play initiating warm liquid goo phase i love that <laughs> ending warm liquid goo phase yeah and or, guys, do you want to play a game sure once again austin powers faces with yeah. like with like the uh the blow dryers and then like when they're the two assistants are trying to turn them around to go pee, and they're just, like, pushing okay, him the around. The physical comedy oh, that God. Mike Myers just illustrates in this entire movie is just top-notch. Amazing. Just dancing, yeah. him, him rolling around on the spinny bed, yeah. on the plane. I genuinely think people, like, for some reason, comedy is, is like, we're in a comedy deficit right now, but if you want to see good, commit-to-the-bit comedy, this is a master class. People should it's study this so movie. Good. The, the photography when he's it's at the ending credits but he's taking pictures and he just goes ignore this it, he has his other <laughs> hand his other hand snapping while he's taking photos he just goes ignore this ignore this hand ignore this hand this, oh my god the improv that he does is so genuinely fucking hilarious yeah. like i feel the exact opposite way i did at the end of mrs doubtfire when she's doing improv on the fucking children's show i'm just like this this is improv. This is the best fucking improv. Sorry to ding uh, Mrs. Doubtfire. But yeah, like, even, like, the line... Yeah, but even, like, yeah, like, the line that you said at the beginning, I didn't spend six years in even medical school to be called Mr. Thank you very much. Like, I love that. And, like, and when... His monologue? <laughs> oh, the my Yeah, Dr. Avril's monologue. monologue. Yeah. I had a pretty typical childhood. Yeah. <laughs> Luge lessons. <laughs> my father would make outrageous claims like he invented the question mark. Yeah. Or that the chestnuts were being lazy. <laughs> Outlandish claims. And then the um, when Vanessa is asking, like, oh, well, did you use protection? Oh, my God. <laughs> and he's like, 
course, like, I had my nine millimeter on me. And she's me. like, no, I mean a condom. He's like, only sailors use condoms. And she's like, not in the 90s. And he's like, well, they should. Those filthy beggars, they go from port to port. <laughs> <laughs> we all died at that one. Yeah, that was our biggest laugh of the yeah. whole movie. I love it. One. It's like, they really did try to make Austin Powers like woke for 1997. And he just comes out with the most hilarious <laughs> shit. Like, he's trying so hard. He really is trying. He's, he's just like, doesn't heart. know any better. He's honestly doing probably the best that he could do considering it came from the 60s yes man. seriously even when he found out Liberace was gay he was just like I didn't expect that he, yeah. there was no judgment placed like, on that I didn't know Liberace was gay <laughs> women loved him yeah I <laughs> just didn't it was like didn't see that coming <laughs> okay we want to play a game okay yes let's play a okay game. so um is this another ask gray a completely rhetorical <laughs> question and see what his answer is no but it is a let's use our imagination and have fun game okay so to set the scene listeners uh because i guess play along at home whatever you want to do uh so austin powers uh freezes himself and he's like only unfreeze me when dr evil comes back so the government is like oh let's Let's go through our frozen people chamber that we have and get to Austin. And we see Gary Coleman and, and Vanilla, Vanilla Ice. Ice. It's 1997. Why are Gary Coleman <laughs> and Vanilla Ice frozen by the Ministry of Defense? Okay, my assumption is thinking like, okay, this is 1997. It's a comedy movie. I'm pretty sure Ice Ice Baby came out in 1991. Early, yeah. Early my, 90s. When for did, sure. What, what show on, was Gary Coleman on? Different strokes. Different strokes. When it was the late 80s. It was something? in the 80s. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I think the joke with those two is like, oh, that's where they've been. Ah, uh, well, there they has just were been. Like, yes, exactly. Because my brain went ice frozen. Okay. Yeah, I'm like, I get I get the ice. Yeah, I get the ice ice baby connection as well. But in universe, why? <laughs> okay. Um, Do you think they volunteered? They're or- also. International men of mystery. They also have um, scathing vendettas with other evil geniuses <laughs> that also disappeared and were, t- and were told only unfreeze me when. Okay, I will say, I'm kind of getting off of your fun game. Um, Fun in quotes. It stopped getting Uh, (laughs) wild. But I will say, I... Upon this watch, I was... It was a little bit confusing. Like, getting from point A to point B of, like, Austin being frozen. Because that was never, like, set up in the 60s, right? He just like shot at Dr. Evil as he like went no. into the big boy and he froze. And then it was like 30 years later, all of a sudden Austin is frozen. I thought there was a voiceover. I thought there was a quick little like. Might have been Basil Exposition. Giving I think us Basil Exposition was saying and we'll freeze you now. He did? I'm pretty sure. Did he? I felt like I picked up on that. I cannot. I, let me look up the script. Here. It's okay. We don't have to look up the script. Let's I, just I, assume it happened. Okay, because I feel like because I feel like I thought there was more a more like guys. I just looked at the script. It totally says. It. <laughs> Shut God, up! No, we didn't. Um, <laughs> we can see you, guys. I'm on the horn with Mike right now, and he said, "Don't worry, it's in there." Because I'm like, obviously, like it doesn't like. It's not like so much that I misunderstood the movie. Like I could 
draw like a line from point A to point B. But I feel like it wasn't like very explicitly set up, which I never like noticed before. That's all I wanted. I guess that that I is another like... thing kind of detracting from the can I follow this because it just never really it just never really blatantly set it up. It was like all of a sudden like, yeah, and he's frozen. Well, hold on. This does bring up a question I have that I genuinely want your guys' opinions on. Do you think it's in character for Austin Powers to give up his like awesome swing in 60s life? Just in the efforts of like stopping Doctor Evil, maybe stopping Doctor Evil in the future. That I do. Is a very good like, question. Is he, is he that much more of a like crime fighting super spy than a Playboy sixties swinger icon? I do genuinely think that Austin Powers was like no, but even question. if like he's like I don't even know for certain if Doctor Evil's. Coming back. Coming back. If his freezing thing worked, if his fucking rocket survived, you know, yeah. launch. So just, I guess we don't know, like, what steps were taken before he decided to be frozen himself. I think if Austin Powers knew how long it was going to take, he maybe wouldn't have done it. But I can also see him being a very impulsive person and for him to be like, yeah, sure, freeze me now, too. Like, I can see him just being, like, very much live in the moment. Like, if you're offering up this, like, possibility, like, sure, why not? Let's, like, yeah, I guess that'll be easier, like, without really thinking about the future ramifications. But at the same time, if he had to do it over again, like, I don't know. Would he do it over again? Would he, like, miss out on the rest of the 60s and shit? I don't know. Well, here's I, the thing. I think he would. Like, I don't even think this is a question. I agree that Austin lives in the moment. So I think when they were like, oh, no, we don't even know when he's going to come back. I think Austin was like, then you have to freeze me. Like, I'm his nemesis. I need to see this through the end. He's definitely coming back, and I want to be the one here to stop. Like, he thought this was, like, the thing he had to do. It's the right thing to do. Like, was it short-sighted? Uh, probably. <laughs> but but also, after his adventure with his new beautiful life, Vanessa, if they said, would you do it all over again? I think he'd say yes. That's what I was going to say, mm. is he's like, mm, I don't get to keep fucking Mimi Rogers, <laughs> but I get to now fuck her, her daughter. daughter. <laughs> so I think he's like, best of both worlds, sign me up. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> Freeze me, bitches. And at best, he had like 13 more years of unprotected sex without things shit hitting the wall. But so it's like, it's not going to last forever, babe. Yeah, that's true. At least now you live in a world in which the AIDS uh, disease is livable with the cocktail. So, And also, as we see in future movies, he can just go back to the parts that he missed now. Extremely <laughs> Spoilers! Oh, no, spoilers for the Austin Powers hey, franchise. So I had a visceral reaction at the walking down the stairs behind the couch bit. Yes. I know <laughs> I made our parents watch me do that <laughs> about 900 times. Oh my I'm pretty God. sure as soon as that scene was happening, we were all like, this is where we learned how to do this. Exactly. And <laughs> this I was, is where we learned this joke. And when we grew up watching this, we're like, okay, now it's all of our turns to do it to each other. Oh, wait, hang on. I came across another joke that kind of killed me that I don't know if it did before. When 
when the he find when Doctor Evil finds out that he he has not gotten the sharks with freaking laser beams attached to their head. <laughs> <laughs> and number two is he's like, well, what do we what do we have? And number two is like sea bass, and there's just like a long pause, and he's like, right. <laughs> What do we have instead? And he goes, are they mutated? He's like, well, they're mutated. Okay, that's a good start. That's a good start. (laughs) No, no, no. It goes, he's like, sea bass. Right. (laughs) Well, they're mutated sea bass. Oh, well, are they quite ill-tempered? Yes. Yes. Oh, well, that's a start. That's a good start. Yeah. Oh, God, I love it. I also love that so much of... Scott and Dr. Evil's disagreements are not necessarily that he doesn't want to be evil. It's that he doesn't see being evil in the same way. Yeah. But he's like, just shoot him. And he's like, no, this has to be long and drawn out and vague. Well, let's talk about the beginning of the relationship. Scott is still his father's son and that he is evil. Um, (laughs) Actually... He is quite astute. I have been trying to kill him. Yeah. Right, let's let's diagnose wild, this. But he's quite wily like his old man. <laughs> I like also like in the group therapy led by Carrie Fisher, by the way, R.I.P. Yes. Love her. Um, how he's like, he's like, well, what do you want to do? I don't know. Like, I like animals. Maybe you want to be a vet. An evil vet. Yeah. Or open a petting zoo. An, An evil, evil petting, petting zoo. zoo. See, See, he's always doing this. You keep doing this. You, guys. How have you not seen this movie 600,000 times? He says, you always do this. Um, <laughs> okay. Sorry. That was so, what we said was so different than that. I'm just saying, <laughs> how do you not have the script memorized? We I, aren't like incessant movie quoters as much as I you. bet you if this was a gold member quote, you would know it word for word. <laughs> well, that's I don't want to talk about gold member quotes because that ruined my middle school <laughs> career. Guys, okay? we have been traumatized by a gold member but no we watched it too many times imagine great here's your rhetorical question that you love imagine you're seth green at no no sorry you're imagine you're scott evil you've been created in the lem your only parent is frau (laughs) what's her face frausenstein or whatever um and obviously she's a lot and so you're told it's like okay your father is uh in has frozen himself he has no idea you exist um, and we don't know if he's ever going to exist. So he meets his dad and he goes, you've been gone for half, like my whole life. I don't even know you. Like you're an edgy Gen X teen. You're resistant. Also, shout out to the hilarious scene where he's like, you, it's Dr. Evil cuts to Scott, cuts back to Dr. Evil, full tears. He's trying yeah. to give him a hug. He's just Get away like, from me, you lazy eyed freak. <laughs> He's an edgy teen to lots of feelings about his dad that he doesn't know what to do with. And now his the dad. Kurt Cobain shirt. Yeah. yeah. He suddenly shows the up. Across the tips. And he's like so fucking weird. <laughs> and the first time well, he tries to bond with his father, he's like, I'll just shoot him. Like, will that make you proud, Papa? Yeah. And he goes, you don't get it. I also love that. I mean, you have to remember in this entire situation, he still is growing up and living in an evil lair <laughs> under a volcano. In, in outside Las Vegas. Vegas? Yeah. That's also 
an island because no. at the no gray no. you left but we watched the after credit scene where it's the henchman's wife who gets crushed by the steamroller and she gets called saying your husband has been crushed and she does a one-sided phone call and she goes <laughs> yes my husband is a henchman for dr evil's evil island she says island so i'm like it's an I- volcano island, island. she island. says island i don't it's remember landlocked. that it's an island anyway. in the second movie but whatever yeah well, it's in, different in the second but movie at the end of the first movie the henchman's wife says my husband works on dr evil's island sure. that's outside of okay. las vegas okay. sure 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 <laughs> Um, speaking about the okay, steamroller, the, the steamroller yeah, joke steam kills joke me every time. single time. Both of them could have moved at any point. At any move, and as any soon moment. as he crushes him, he's like, "All right, let's stop with the steamroller." Let's just stop yeah, they immediately. Just get off they immediately. just get off. It's like you could have stopped it. You also you also have to remember that he was holding a gun, shooting a gun, and then as soon as they was like, they started driving it, <laughs> he stopped shooting and just goes, "No." <laughs> Why were there so many steamrollers? There were this so room. many steamrollers. There were like five steamrollers in that factory, and it was all what are they just doing like with them? Set concrete. It was already <laughs> flattened. Yeah, I love this movie. Oh god, dude, the fembots breaking. Oh my His god, dancing. Okay, I when I, I think about you, I don't any when he person the cigarettes, he just goes one, two, three, yeah, four, five, six, seven. Then he points at himself eight, and he just goes okay. Just eight <laughs> cigarettes come out. Oh god. Right, if anyone was a fembot in the Austin Powers movie, you're also welcome to be on I mean, the pod. Whoever wrapped their legs around his head <laughs> out of nowhere just fell from the ceiling. Wrapped the legs around the head. And oh god. You can't this resist this, Mr. Powers. I do resist this, Mr. Powers. I do love the intro to the fembots with these boots are made for walking. Yes. Iconic. I think Our this mom's is the karaoke first time song. I ever heard that song. Yeah. yeah. So every time I hear that song, I, I just think, think of Austin Powers. Austin Powers. <laughs> Same with When I Think About I think you this is the only time I've ever heard that song. I associate those two songs together because of also, this Also, any Burt yeah. Bacharach. <laughs> yeah, if I just hear Burt Bacharach. The first time I ever heard of Burt Bacharach. Imagine being eight years old or younger <laughs> and being like, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Burt Bacharach. <laughs> and you're like, what else is he possibly from other than this movie? <laughs> Honestly. Or um, I don't even know if this was actually part of the jingle or if it was just Dr. Evil improv when he goes, I want chicken. I want liver. Yeah. Meow, meow mix, meow mix. Please deliver. Because I only know it. I only know from it from this, this movie. movie. Yeah, 100%. But if it's improv, genius. If it's not, still genius because he's just shaking around a giant fucking <laughs> for bag of For Mr. Bigglesworth. For Mr. Bigglesworth. Ugh. This is nothing, but tenants cans are too big. Uh, the beer gets warm and I hate like the last inch of the tennis. Make the tennis cans smaller. I don't think, backwash anyways, I don't think so anyone's going to want to say that though. Tenants, if you would like to sponsor our podcast, um, we will do it. We will absolutely sell out. Um, did you, okay. I also did never realize how many freaking 
costume changes there were. Oh my god! At, he, once and, they arrive at the lair at yes. like the and end Dr. of the Evil movie, even mentions it too. He's like, "How do you like your semi-futuristic outfit, <laughs> uniforms, Mister Fowl?" Well, it's like I they, they them arrive. Myself. They arrive in disguises. Correct. Elizabeth Hurley is dressed in like a cheap cheap blonde wig slutty cowgirl slutty cowgirl outfit and black myers is in a questionably appropriate very culturally mike myers and indian cosplay name a better duo baby yeah (laughs) and then they and then they see two hench people go into like bathrooms and then they and they're both like hilariously different body types and they (laughs) come out of the bathrooms in perfectly fitted costumes. Yeah, and so they steal their clothes so they're already there on outfit number two and then they get captured and then placed in the weird chrome futuristic outfits that Dr. Evil supplies for them. And then... Uh, Elizabeth Hurley escapes and changes into like a black cat suit, like her and, mom was wearing in the beginning. And then, I wonder her. Hair and then when so she stupid. finds Austin after he's like disabled all the Fenbots with his mojo, baby. And his Union <laughs> Jack does his underwear. Union Jack underwear count as a different does that costume, count as a costume change? change? That's, I co- that's yes. like a strip tease. Co- it still is a costume. So change. I guess, yeah, Mr. Myers, here's your costume for today. <laughs> and then she throws his like. Blue, Blue crushed, crushed velvet. velvet suit at him. So there's there's so many. There's at least four. There's five costume changes for him. Four costumes for her in that entire like end of the movie. It's a lot. Is anyone else disappointed that there were only two crushed velvet suits? Red and blue, iconic. I want more. I want more crushed velvet. Well, that's suits. why they made more movies. <laughs> were there more colors? He definitely had different shirts. He had many different shirts. You shot me. Um, <laughs> oh, we also really got a kick out of the cowboy, the bathroom cowboy. Oh, Tom my God. Arnold. Arnold. <laughs> oh, my so God, So funny. so fucking good. The whole interaction where he just goes like, oh, what are you wearing? He's like, I'm British. Oh, okay. Like, are you, are you, are you with the show? Because of like, the crush value. Yeah, and he's like, no, no I'm, I'm English. English. And he goes, oh, okay. Okay, but. And then as they sit down in their stalls in the bathroom, what does he say? He's like, have a good one. And Austin Powers just goes, okay. (laughs) Great. And then as he's coaching him through what he thinks is like the shit shit, of his life. But he's being choked out by the Lucky Charms henchman guy. And then afterwards, he sees a whole dead body in the toilet. And he goes, damn, boy, what did you eat? And then cue like the 60s like interstitial transition. I love this stupid cowboy. Gray, you've been in, uh, you've taken a dump in male bathrooms before, right? Yeah. <laughs> male bathrooms. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, has a post ma- office bathroom. Have you ever sat down to take a shit at the same time another man is taking a shit and he's gone? Have a good one. <laughs> All right. Hey, you have a good one. Okay. I feel like talking while shitting is a taboo. That's like an unspoken. It's like an unspoken. Hey, man, just breathe. Don't try to force it out. You're going to pop an O-ring. Like, not only am I like, this is not a time for conversation. I don't need your help. Yeah. Yeah. You know? I don't want you. I don't want anyone to acknowledge that this is even happening right now. The fucking, the cut to shot of Austin Powers' legs. Just jiggling <laughs> under, from the it's other stall. It's like his stall. perspective. Yeah, from yeah. the other stall. Just like fucking jiggling legs. <laughs> oh, God. 
Okay, when Austin seems genuinely disappointed that capitalism won, hero. Yeah. Uh, that Frau is from the evil arm of the Salvation Army, hero. Love We're finally it. taking down the Salvation Army and their weird practices. Um, I love the name Random Task, and I'm glad it's not a weird racist pun. Who throws a shoe? Honestly. I, that is a quote. I, I think of any quotes from this movie, I say that for no reason. All the you really do, honestly. Um, Dr. Evil is unfrozen after 30 years, and the first thing he learns is the Macarena. <laughs> like, he, <laughs> he doesn't know about Princess Diana and Prince Charles's divorce, he doesn't know doesn't about know the, the ozone, ozone layer, layer, but he knows the Macarena. <laughs> Oh, I love priorities. Uh, and we have a factory in Chicago that makes models of factories. And he just goes, naturally. naturally. <laughs> okay, so um, so imagine. Guys, watch this fucking movie. It's yeah. so good. Please watch okay, this also, movie. Okay, also, I all the thing that, one thing that I do think about often from this movie, usually Austin. when I am driving, is when he's driving the little car, the cart, and he's and he's like he's in. like blocked in. <laughs> he's still trying so hard to like. And I he's think turning the fucking wheel. Like, and I think about that every time I have to make like a three point turn. <laughs> All right, so imagine imagine in this movie universe, it's 1967. One of the most famous people on the planet is some weird British spy. And he gets cryogenically frozen? No, but here's the thing. Do people know he got cryogenically frozen? He just disappears off the face of the That's earth. That's a good question. Maybe they just thought, they're like, hey, you just never know with his job. He is a secret agent. Yeah. So the, <laughs> Everyone knows that. So Everyone you never knows. know. Every He's day could be agent. his last. So the world, conceivably, we can only assume, mourns. mourns and death. then... You're in Vegas. It's the it's, perfect cover. It's 1997. <laughs> you're in Vegas, and you see an amazing Austin Powers cosplayer <laughs> just ripping rolling around Vegas. Giving you the peace sign. And you're just like, it's Vegas. Like, he's more. Hey, honestly, uh, yeah. He's yeah. more undercover in 1997 than he ever That's was true. in the 60s. That's very true. Yes. So. Ugh. Also, did the Captain America movies steal their premise from austin powers <laughs> a yes. hero gets frozen for decades and then hits on his love interest's descendant <laughs> Immediately. just saying marvel you have some fucking royalties to play do we need to talk okay. the about the appropriateness for children it's no. not appropriate it's not it, appropriate <laughs> we came out all right <laughs> Did, did we? we? Yeah. Are you kidding me? Gray. What? Did I? <laughs> Fuck. <laughs> I thought so. We almost we basically saw boobs without the nipples. Can we talk about a lot okay, of vagina Were those real fake boobs or fake fake boobs? Gray, do you remember that show Mansers or whatever the fuck? Yes. They did an episode on how can you tell if boobs have, are natural or have implants. Look at them. No, there are many different ways. And one of them is the float test. And um, I think so they throw said... throw a girl in the pool. What do her boobs look like? I think they said that natural boobs float more 
than silicone boobs because silicone boobs are more dense and then bo- like natural boobs are just fat and water anyway so they were pretty floaty you know yeah but they were not real they, they were, were not, not real. real so that means they were fake fakes uh, what do you mean fake fakes no he's asking meaning they were prop were they- boobs instead of like Actual uh, fake. Boob. That's actual, what he's asking. Yeah. Are they real fake? Meaning, does that actress in real life have, have fake, fake breasts? I don't know. Or were they fake, as in the the designer, the prop department put them on? But they were in water. I feel like it'd be really difficult and annoying to make fake fake boobs for the water scene. I think she has real fake That's boobs. That's what I'm asking. Yeah, I'm taking real, real fake, fake. boobs. They floated as fuck. Yeah. <laughs> They were like distractingly floaty, and I feel like they had to That's cut. Why I was wondering if it was a prop. Yeah, I feel like they had to cut out so much footage of her nip knobs, or at least <laughs> I feel they or purposely cut away from side boob. I saw what's your name Vanessa's pasties at the end. Oh, and like they were doing the weird boob covering. Yeah, like she joke. sits behind um, some flowers, and you see bright red tape. Oh, you do? Yeah. Oh, I'm like, that. bright red? That's good <laughs> no, skin yeah. tone. At least do, yeah, like nude. <laughs> um, I, I, I don't know if this, like, anyone the tiny cares. tiny camera? I don't know why that always stuck out to me. <laughs> so silly. His tiny it's little so camera. secret agency. Yeah. When, and even with that, the fucking blueprints, he goes, yes, 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 no. And that's how he gets caught, because he screams, Cause he screams no. no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, the last comment I have oh, is... You break wind before me. I'm sorry, baby. I didn't know it was your turn. <laughs> <laughs> the last note I have is, like, Seth Green, who, by the way, babe, more than welcome to come on the podcast. Oh, Seth, Green, Seth Green, please. You have shaped our childhood with Robot Chicken. I might make fun of you for the fact that you got NFT board apes stolen from you, but if that's not a deterrent... <laughs> I think that was fake. Was it? I think that was, like, a fake story seth come i know he was tweeting about it from his twitter account yeah i know and i <laughs> people saying i think come anyway, on come on in clear but, the air I, you know, <laughs> I don't want to be throwing out false accusations but we're you come on you uh, gotta confirm on the show you gotta <laughs> yeah, confirm, yeah, the show. confirm on the show Stay in here first we'd love to have you <laughs> bud I think um, it surprises absolutely no one that we were huge robot chicken fans. I'm and so happy because I'm a gummy bear, gummy bear. And then <laughs> Seth Green is obviously a huge Star Wars nerd, and he got to be in a scene with Carrie Fisher. Like, oh, uh, that's true. I hope you didn't make it that's weird. True. I hope you just got to have fun. Were they in a scene together? Yes. Was there ever a medium shot? Yes. Yeah, there was, there was a, a there shot. was a wide shot of okay, everyone. Okay. In the I, I, that was a genuine question. Okay. Yeah. Seth Green, please come on the show. My and last note is I want to see the photos from the credit photo shoot. I was thinking yes! <laughs> I was literally thinking the same oh thing. Oh my god, Gray, the black and white shorts. Oh yeah, I know. Oh my god. Come on, She's dude. so beautiful. She's yeah, Allegra and Gray were so totally thirsting beautiful. over her this whole movie. Well, I mean she's gorgeous. Beautiful. Her bangs, that yellow outfit. The crop oh, yeah, the top, crop and then, top like, the skirt, sh- like, the yeah, skirt that was super cute. Right before he punched out Basil's mom, yeah, so fucking cute. Listen, I can her turtlenecks. Uh, mm. I'm Curly. a big turtleneck guy. Gorge mm. turtleneck. Meg chain. knows this. She plans accordingly. <laughs> and then Elizabeth Hurley in the turtleneck in the plane with her glasses. Fuck me up, brother. <laughs> so I know I've never said this before, but I think this movie may be gay. <laughs> Um, you say that about a lot of movies. Happy Pride. <laughs> I'm the same way in terms of I can't ever tell which movie was my first sexual, Your sexual awakening. awakening. 
Because I watched a lot of inappropriate stuff yeah. for children. Yeah. Oh, uh, listen, shout out this to This one our not parents. being included, though, because it's not that inappropriate <laughs> for children. Uh-huh. Come on. The the entire Alana <laughs> vagina, like, like shadow strip tease, and then immediately into the hot tub with her boobs floating all over the place. I never picked up on it. I don't know, guys. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Are we ready to wrap it up? I think we are. I only Let's changed one score. Let's do our final score. scores. Nostalgia, I still have a 10. Same. Sit through, I still have a 10. I bumped it up to 10. Appropriate, I'm keeping out a 3. Same. Hold on, guys. Hold on. I am handwriting these. <laughs> handwriting? <laughs> You're on your computer. I'm manually inputting these. Okay. Are Appropriate we for children? I Trace. still have a 3. 3-3. Hold up, I'm keeping out a 7. I bumped it to an 8. And can I follow? I bumped up to a 9. Because it wasn't really, it really wasn't that hard to follow. Honestly. I'll bump that up to an eight. That's what's fucking up, doggies. And, um, bonus bonus points. <gasps> oh, I'm definitely gonna give one. I just gotta figure out what it's gonna be for. Tom Arnold. Oh, that's that would be mine if I I'm gonna were give. I'm giving movie. no. I'm giving it to the sailor joke. That was my favorite joke of this watch. That's well, they true. should, those filthy beggars. They go from port to port. Uh, buggers, Holland. Not oh, buggers. Whatever. I thought, I thought it was beggars, too, but He's it makes sorry, sense. I think, my, I think, I think my, uh, my phone autocorrected it. It's, uh, I'll do it for Tom Arnold, which was also my, uh, like, a current. Like, I, I feel like every time I watch this movie, no also, on, I will have on. new favorite parts. I didn't know parts. when to mention this because it's extremely inconsequential but during like the free like when the anti or the unfreezing part when they go into the freezing chamber i love basil in his little puffy hood <laughs> i thought it was so cute basil is a cutie <laughs> okay another one it's just one more thing this has nothing to do with the scores but it's my swedish penis enlargement pump and me that's totally my bag, baby. Yeah. <laughs> by Austin Powers. We never circled back to this or sorry, guy. That thing is my bag. Yeah. Baby. We never circled back to this guy, but the guy who's handing Austin all of his belongings that he's had in storage for 30 years seems to not give a single royal fuck about who he is. Also, why did we have to why did we have to go item by item? The way he was kind of like and also I don't know. <laughs> he was serving his lines. He yes. did an amazing job. Good job, dude. Bonjourno, fellas. Like, <laughs> His little Italian, a pair of boots. Italian boots. Yeah. Like he was not buying any oh, of Austin's one, charm, and I kind of loved it. There was the one part where he's like, uh, "One medallion with the male symbol," and Austin just looks at like at Vanessa's like, and like raises his eyebrow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just like, yes, I am. <laughs> so, like, three bonus points? I don't know. I think we're good with two. I think we were. I think. Have we ever given three to anything? Yes. We Out gave three pity. to Toothless. We gave. I think that was a pity three. <laughs> and we gave three to Never Been Kissed. Oh, that was a pity three. <laughs> we gave three to Inspector Gadget. Okay. All of our threes are pities, and I think we should keep with that because uh, you're probably going to get a really good score right, anyway great. before we move on do you beetlejuice got three mm. 51st dates got three mm. you know what Reese two got four that was pity that was way pity <laughs> i would be willing to give austin powers another bonus point for his uh, dr evil's childhood monologue okay I, i'll agree with that all right i think Austin it's, powers it's not three. it's not even like that crazy i 
think I mean, it's, it's a good I, score. I'm not going to try and is, say it's not a good score. The thing is, honestly, I think it deserves three because we had such a great time watching it today. It's such and an important movie. I to us. also, it's very important to us. And I think everybody who is listening to this should watch it because it, I think it. This is one of the movies yeah. that in the most, this season, I, I think if you have not watched this movie in very recent history, you need to revisit this movie. Yeah. Of any of the movies we've watched this year, this is the one where I think is like the most urgent of like, urgent. <laughs> urgent, like you have to rewatch this as soon as you can because it was it holds the it fuck up should Delightful. i should i give it holds the fuck i'm gonna up. hang on great bump up my hold up one point wow. two and eight because wow. it does hold up it does hold up and honestly the like the i feel like the cultural impact of this movie and the series cannot be understated like the fact that like this is maybe more of the second movie thing but like the like the concept of a mini me was basically uh, originated true. with the series and is still like a thing that people say today. It's like a colloquialism that people still say today. It's still quoted like this series was freaking giant. It was everywhere. Yeah. Yeah. And I not th- and I do think it did get very played out. We got a little oversaturated <gasps> with it, but I think it's been a while. And now it's time for the resurgence. It's time for the justice for Austin Powers. Because you know what? It's good. Do you remember that we had a creepy Austin Powers keychain with buttons that would play his quotes from the movie? It was his little face and a little black box with red buttons. And when you pressed him, it would be like, yeah, baby. (laughs) Do I make you horny, baby? Do I make you red? Yeah. So I don't remember remember this keychain in any way. I feel like we got it from one of dad's ex-girlfriends. But (laughs) like people who were were not alive or conscious during the Austin Powers era. They will never know. I idea how everywhere this way like you should be so lucky the internet was was deeped in in culture okay yes anyway all right all right anyway final score final score after the fact adjusted and And the the three bonus points this movie comes out to an 82 why would we do this to him, Holland? I think he's gonna beat me. Fair. I think that's fair. Extremely fair. I think that's fair. I agree. There's no justice for Austin. Because you know what? No. I this is this nipping that in the bud. I think that's fair. I can no longer complain about your guys's objectivity. Great. Because of this. I'm trying. Score. And I have been trying to look within myself and make sure I'm not doing that since you have pointed it out. And God, I will. We are s- drunk. And I have changed. <laughs> hey, I want to change this right now. I have changed nothing about my methodology. I have always. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Let's, I, I'm going to get wanted, on I just wanted to say real quick, I would have been upset if it was in the 70s. So oh, I, think, I think in 82 is true. like completely true. fair. Much yeah. like this, where this movie takes place, I would not have been surprised if we put this movie in the 90s. It's in the 90s in our heart, but that appropriate the for appropriate children for could children. not be high. Maybe it's a 97. Anyways, <laughs> this movie came came out May 2nd 1997. The budget was 16.5 million. Box office was 67.7, but it absolutely exploded with VHS and DVD oh, I'm releases. Sure. Oh, I am so sure. So that is not including yeah. the v- the cult following it I'm gained sure. after 
it's after it's you know yeah. home video release. And I'm I mean, sure it's a, the, it was a huge success, and then exploded. It was tepid. It was like tepid. decent. It was decent. It made like fifty million dollars. I made sixty-seven. Oh yeah, on top of whatever. Yes. Yeah. So, um, it came in second. That it's opening weekend. Um, behind. And then it's second weekend. It fell again. It's take home. After it left theaters was fifty three domestically, thirteen overseas, or like basically fourteen overseas. Um, the low grosses in the UK were partially attributed to the death of Princess Di, which occurred in August nineteen ninety seven, just prior to the film's UK September release. The film grew a steady following due to strong word of mouth and its release on VHS and DVD. So it like home media has its own section on on Wikipedia. Um, Hold on one second. It was one of the first movies to be released in the DVD market. Oh, wow. The widescreen transfer is unusual in that it's a modified version. Blah, 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 blah. Um, Some legacy behind this movie, the cultural impact of this movie, is that Daniel Craig, who portrayed the sixth James Bond, Mm -hmm. I think, sixth? I don't know. Um, From 2006 to 2021, credited the Austin Powers franchise with the relatively serious tone of later Bond films. In 2014, Craig said, we had to destroy the myth because Mike Myers fucked us, making it (laughs) impossible to do the gags of earlier Bond films, which Austin Powers satirized. Oh my god, that's so So, like, they wouldn't be able to take it seriously because it would be too Austin Powers-y. That's so funny. So they had to make it more serious. They were like, we had to DC They had to Dark Knight it. Oh my god. Wow. Um, some more trivia. The shushing scene was improvised by Mike Myers and Seth Green. Oh, my gosh. Um, Mike Myers has revealed in interviews that the Austin Powers character was created based on a couple of instances involving his family. His father loved watching British comedies with actors like Peter Sellers and Sir Alec Guinness. So Myers always wanted to play an English character in comedy. He also said that one night after coming home from hockey practice, he started flirting with his wife in an English accent. His wife laughed and told him to write the routine down so he could do it again. Writing the routine down led to this script. Oh, wow. Amazing. So it probably was like, do I make you horny, baby? Yeah. <laughs> and that turned into Austin Bowers. Do you want um, a shag? So this one is one I knew about, and it's fucking wild. And you guys probably heard about this, too, at some point or another. But Joe Sun, the actor who played Random Task, <laughs> is serving a lifetime prison sentence for the torture of a 19-year-old woman in 1990. Jesus. He went uncaptured until 2008 when a DNA match linked him to the crime. I did not know this. So this, this, he acted and starred in this movie seven years after doing this and nine, 11 years before DNA matched with the crime. According to the victim, she unknowingly had a copy of this movie in her home until her attacker's identity was revealed. Holy shit. Yeah, he's, he's serving a lifetime prison sentence. But in 2017, he was sentenced to an additional 27 years for murdering his cellmate. Holy crap! So, oh. random death. Who throws a shoe? Honestly. honestly a murderer, apparently. A murderer oh my, and, and a, kidnap a, and torturer. Jesus Christ. Oh my God, so dark. So dark. I did not know that. 
Anyways, wow. let's <laughs> end our fucking jaunty ass conversation on that huge bummer. Um, Mike Myers originally wanted Jim Carrey to play Dr. Evil, but Carrey eventually passed due to scheduling conflicts with Liar Liar. Oh, wow. Myers Honestly? then took the iconic role himself. Good. Ended I think, up better for the both of yeah, them. I think Seriously. Yeah, I think yeah. I think Carrey would have been too big. Too Carrey-ish. Yeah. I just think he, because he's too much. Yeah, he's yeah. just too Jim Carrey. Yeah. That you wouldn't be able to separate, or you would, you wouldn't be able to not separate him from I, the role. I don't like, think honestly, we would have. Mike Myers' Doctor Evil is like perfect. so good that I, it's like you can't even imagine it being any other way. I no. would be sad to lose the Doctor Evil from Austin Powers Two. Yes. Yeah. Exactly. Um. Honestly, and three, the hard knock life bit, like. <laughs> The let's get it on bit. Like, we cannot talk about yeah, the I know, I know, I know. Okay, sorry, <laughs> let's get it on was two. Yeah. Evil woman was three with the passing of the key, the tongue, like making Great, up. we cannot anyway, talk about I know, about anyways, <laughs> anyways, anyways. Um, Mike Myers' wife suggested he dance in the movie during the credits and also it ended up also being like the fembot scene. Yeah, yeah, all yeah. Of it. But anyways, since he dances around his own house in the nude... Oh my God. This has become a continuing trademark of the franchise. And Austin Powers, the spy who shagged me, he also dances naked. Okay, Mrs. Myers, you are also welcome on the show since yeah, you please, have amazing please ideas. Come on down. Um, in the Las Vegas bar scene where Austin flashes the peace sign and is laughed at, Mike Myers originally wanted Austin to be drinking a Zima to show Powers desperately trying to be cool but failing. <laughs> in the movie, he's drinking a Tab Cola instead. Coors, the owner of Zima, were keen on the idea until they realized they were being mocked and quickly pulled out. Oh. So they, he was going to be drinking. When, when he wakes up and had all the Zimas on the coffee table all or all the tabs, it was supposed to be Zimas. Oh, my gosh. That's so funny. But I think tab, they were probably like, we get it. Yeah. They, yeah. <laughs> it still delivers the same joke. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, according to the DVD, DVD commentary, the real name of Mr. Bigglesworth, the Sphinx cat, was Ted Nude Gent. Uh, <laughs> he's a nude gent. Um, yeah, so J Daniel Craig, blah, 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 the producers feared people would not be able to take James Bond seriously after Austin Powers mocked the campy nature of the series. Okay. Um, and then 1997. Austin Powers killed camp. We've done 97 first. a lot. Yeah, I just said 90, 19, 1997 trivia. I said, shut up. That's all. What are you the other? It. We've done a lot of '97. Let like, me, let me in season just, two. Just list the other episodes, and if people are desperate this for '97, this is trivia. our fifth '1997 movie. Jeez. Total. Okay. So the last one we did was Airbud. The one before that we did was Toothless. The one before that we did was. Um. Teach my teacher ate my homework. <laughs> Honestly, this is, and then the one before that was George of the Jungle. So honestly, George of the Jungle probably has the most comprehensive 1997 trivia. The only thing you need to know is it was the year we've got Gray. Yeah, the, it was year, the year I was born. The year, year of our Lord Gray Baker. Uh, Princess Di died. Yeah, um, that's, that's the fact you always say. Because I remember when I was a kid, I got this like little sh like Grandma gave us like a sto a stocking stuff yeah. that was like the year you were born. The price of a gallon of milk. Yeah. The price of an average home. And then it was like top news stories of the year. Yeah. And for me, that one I always remember is like Princess Diana was killed in a fiery car crash. Yeah. With her lover. Uh, what is it? 
I can't remember her name off the top of my head. If it makes yeah. you feel better, I'm pretty sure OJ murdered Nicole Brown Simpson the year I was born. So, so there you go. We're the. I think you're right. We're the whatchamacallit, the uh, the riots. Oh, the, the, LA riots. Riots. The, the LA riots. The LA riots might have been the year I was born. That's that true. Was the you were born. You're Rodney King. <laughs> Rodney, I'm Rodney King. You're OJ. OJ you're your Princess Die. Yeah. So. <laughs> there you go. Listen, the 90s were a time. Yeah. <laughs> um. Alrighty. I'm. I know we don't have a hat. Favorite part. Favorite part. So favorite we're part. gonna do a little randomization. It's the big Shit. cup, Brandy Mountain. I legitimately Brandon. forgot about this part. <laughs> it's your favorite part, though. Uh, you mean Big Rock Candy Mountain Roulette? God damn. I spent like <laughs> <No>. our entire <laughs> car ride to the mountain today, dra- like writing ideas for my 2023 draft. Great. Oh my god. Every time I would think of something, I, I'm like, I have, I have a list right now, but sucks. I think I only have like six movies because I just keep, I just don't think to. Well, I kept, it. I kept putting movies that I really wanted to watch, and then I had to be like, no, I should think <sighs> of bad movies to put in. Okay, fuck. Okay, it's me. What are your odds? It's kind of high at this point. Like we don't know what's gonna be. Okay. There's only um, 15 movies. All right, I'm picking a movie for. Me, Holland. Okay, I'm, I'm coming over. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Oh. oh. Okay, I got National Treasure. Another one of mine. And this is the we've got so many grays in a row. I think this is five. Grays. Hold on, so it's National Treasure, Austin Powers, Sea Spot Run, Charlie's Angels, and Parent Trap. Oh, yeah, God. I think this is the fifth And then who was Mrs. Doubtfire? It was one of you two, right? I think Holland. I can't remember who put in Mrs. Doubtfire. Um, Great. Which one of yours? Are oh, wait. I have it right Karate here. Mrs. Kid? Doubtfire was Holland. Oh, it was me. Okay. Great. Aragon and Karate Kid are the only movies of yours left that we haven't watched. <laughs> That's so crazy. <laughs> <laughs> wait, really? Oh, yeah. Karate Kid. And Aragon. Wow. Aragon's lasted a while. All right. But so next week we're watching National Treasure. I'm cautiously optimistic I I'm, think oh I'm, I'm excited i watch this movie at least once a year i'm, 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 I'm stoked. stoked i will say i'm pretty sure it's not the worst one left it's Guys, not even it's, one of the worst no. Guaranteed. Ones honestly might yeah. be one of the best ones left <laughs> it's probably one of the best ones wait left. what's the score now am i losing oh, oh yeah God. we're now rounded out where we're all equal again I think, fuck i think ray's winning now you I little think I am. shit because the me... last one you i needed to have like 20 more points than you i just got 22 more points you than little you. turd on, burglar my internet is so you little shitty. crusty toe jam. <laughs> Ew. You little belly button lint. Look what you did, you little freak. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you get an 82? Yeah. Oh, wow. The... Okay. The big... I We are halfway through the year. No big rock candy mountain yet. I... It's like I it's know. like it's like the universe knows to save it. It's like they know that like we're clenching our buttholes <laughs> so hard Is when it's our be turn. The last movie of the year. Oh, that means that would be me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, right now. Oh my god. So we we have we've reached the end of another like round cycle. Yeah. So right now this God the scoreboard is <laughs> Holland four seventy two Allegra five fifty one. Gray, 565. So Gray is officially in first place. Dude, C-Spot Run 
fucked me. Pew, 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 pew. I better get a decent one. I swear to God. I need to close that gap more. I'm oh fucking losing, but like, who I don't knows? know. Who knows? You could be the maybe, queen of garbage. Maybe. <laughs> you could be the queen. <laughs> I mean, so far, I've been the queen. I've so far, as we get to the end, I am getting more of like the best ones left, I guess. So I'm becoming the queen of garbage. Also, Sand Templar could be kind to me again. Spooky Sips could be kind to me again. That's very true. And Falalala oh. Latchkey could be kind to me again we, as well. We I don't kinda, know. We have themed months. We, we don't end the year on the draft. We don't. Our, our year officially ends in November. Yeah. And then like we of go, draft picks. Yeah. And then we basically kind of go into like. Holiday. Fucking expedition. Or like, yeah, that's what it's called. Expedition game. Exhibition games. Yeah. Like. For the last three, and you're just kind of like, okay. <laughs> I kind of like Let's that. Let's see what happens. Yeah, no, kinda... me too. It's like it's like playoffs, where yeah. it's like, how did they get in here? And yeah. now you're knocking me out of the playoffs, yeah. and you're Wild winning cards. the World Cup yeah. or whatever. You're like, fuck, okay, guys, it's gonna be crazy. Who Let's... knew the Santa Claus would be the nail in the coffin? <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> guys, we've been revisiting our old TikToks because our Parent Trap one blew up a little bit. Fright Claus sucked so much shit, but like it's Paul, in the TikTok. best way. Paul Giamatti You're Santa welcome. is absolutely banging tall elf Elizabeth Banks. There's not a doubt in my mind. I'm also also if anybody wants to revisit our TikToks, I'm really proud of the Napoleon Dynamite one. So go back and watch that one. It didn't get a lot of views. It's like a dollar an hour. Okay, and our Home Alone one got suppressed by the algorithm because of sensitive content. It's because we show Joe Pesci's head get blowtorched. Okay, but go back and watch that one. It's a really it's good one. Funny. It's hilarious. Yeah. All right, and that's all, right. all that we have for today. Please follow us again. So. Speaking of social media and TikTok, follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Um, maybe that's at how you latch-key found us. Sibs. At Latchkey Sips. I can't believe I only had one beer. I had to explain what a latchkey... <laughs> During the recording. During the recording. I had to explain what a latchkey kid was to one of our Scottish cousins. Oh, uh, I get, I've I had to explain it to a couple... I think not, millennials don't know what it means. <laughs> maybe it's, yeah, that's interesting. Maybe just people who didn't have broken homes. Uh, um. <laughs> <laughs> people who just like weren't left on their own all the time. <laughs> um, uh, also, please especially follow us on Instagram because every Friday we post polls uh, where you can vote on whether you can give or take away a point for the defending sip of the week. So please check our Instagram stories every single Friday. Um, next week we're watching National Treasure. And that's I encourage have. everyone to play the drinking game when you watch it. The mm. National Treasure drinking game is fantastic. Good call. Though I, I, There's two. Okay. Don't do the one with just all the... It's just like you drink whenever... like It's like a big list of words. What you do is whoever you're with... Do you like pick you a guys character? pick no you guys pick a word or phrase and that's your word that you drink to okay so it's map treasure declaration of independence <laughs> um benjamin franklin or gates okay Ooh, amazing okay. and any of those words you, you that's your word so anytime word. that word is said you drink and I it like is that. so 
much Thank you fun. so much for That's... giving the rules ahead of the episode because that is valuable information. This is very similar to the Emperor's New Groove uh, drinking game, which That's is only five. That's yeah. on one of you guys' lists for next year, right? Oh, it no, should. It if should it's be. not, I'm putting it on. I can't. On right I now. can't yeah. drink Captain Morgan anymore because of the Emperor New Groove. Like you know, when there's only five rules, you're fucked. But one, the first rule is choose one of the main four characters: Isma, Cusco, Pacha, and Kronk. And anytime any of their names are said, you drink. And so the hardest is Cusco. Cusco, the poison for Cusco. The poison Cusco. Cusco whatever. Cusco's poison. And, yeah. the, and the easiest is Pacha. So you figure it out from there. Mm. I chose uh, Kronk, and I still got pretty Kronked. Um, <laughs> the second rule. Is anytime someone says llama. Oh <laughs> the third rule is anytime someone speaks squirrel, which isn't that bad. The fourth rule is anytime anyone opens a door or a window, which apparently happens very frequently. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. So all right. Good times. Well, that's all that we have today. Um, guys, oh, I just butchered before that. we end, I had such a good time recording in person with you guys. Yeah. We had a nice trip together. I wish we could do this all the time. To- you guys get to do it all the fucking time. <laughs> why don't you? Ju- why did you move to San Francisco, Ray? Why didn't you move to Brooklyn? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I've been in California this whole fucking time, guys. Don't give me that shit. Whose fault is that? Um, you no. guys moved away from me, and now know. you're blaming me. This is some backwards ass fucking gaslighty bullshit. Hey, how- hey, let's take a vote. Who thinks Gray should move to Brooklyn? Oh, I'll uh, I'll I would like, like the record show that no one raised their hand. What? Uh, court stenographer, please make sure that that is reflected. Thank you. Well, it you just, know what? You know what though? It makes these episodes more special. Exactly. Aww. More infrequent, and you know what? And more okay. intoxicated. So <laughs> they're always much more intoxicated. Great, come to Maryland Guys, for Labor Day. It is almost midnight. It is finally dark outside. <laughs> Oh, it, the sun just set, guys. It's beautiful. Visit Scotland. It's gorgeous. Yeah, go to Scotland if you have the chance. It's beautiful. Um, all right. I have to end this now. Yeah. All Goodbye. Right. Bye. Goodbye. This might be the most in sync recording that we have done. And potentially. And the most chaotic. Oh, very potential. Very very potential. Very Very potential. (laughs) Much potential. Wow. Oh my God, that fucking squeal. (laughs) Can this just be how we start? Hi, everybody. Welcome to. No, we don't. Mantra. No, we don't. Yeah, we Hold do. On, you guys. I'm feeling it. I say we just go for it. Hey, everybody. Love- Welcome oh, to another little episode. <laughs> I love this. Energy. Guys, we're going to talk over each other even more than we usually do because okay. we're in the same room. That's oh, true. God. So it's like, first of all, I've, I'm trying to start the show. Well, we, we got to do our mantra. I got to focus. We got we to gotta focus her with the mantra. <sighs> okay. Oh, it's true. I do want to get this over with. You're right. You're right. You're right. It's fucking 10 p.m. I know. Okay, let's and do it. Look how bright it is. <laughs>
Okay. Well, let's 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 get started. Oh, and I'm never gonna give you up, and I'm never gonna let you down. We're not gonna run around and desert you. Great. I'm never gonna make you cry, or say goodbye. And we're never gonna tell a lie. I hurt you. No Skype delay, and Gray has like I can't play on my phone because Gray is staring straight into my soul. This we're gonna be in touch. In touch, in sync. Yes. 